Uh, being CEO to me, I think what the CEO position is, I think is changing, morphing. It's a CEO is currently defined as somebody that like structures the business and makes sure the shareholders are happy and all of that stuff. And which is a good thing. That's the thing that you need to focus on. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call the CV Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month is around technology. We're a technology company that does dot, dot, dot. And technology is no longer an afterthought or something that you might do. It's actually a core part of your business. And if you're a real estate investor, you're using it. If you're a financial firm, you're using it. Cleaning company, author, speaker, you are using technology. And if you are in any type of business, you are using technology. And if you're not, then you're probably going to be disrupted by this. So this month, we're going to look into repurposing episodes that are around technology, whether that be firms or organizations that are actually investing in technology and have that as a core part of their mission and vision of what they're doing, or people that just might be using them as CEO hacks and CEO nuggets in ways that you can leverage them. So remember that we're all a technology company that does dot, 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 or a technology organization that does dot, dot, dot. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have James Jensen of Jump. James, great to have you on the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hello, everybody. <laughs> super excited to have you on and, and super excited about all the awesome things that you're doing. And what I wanted to do is just read a little bit more about James before we jumped into the interview from there. And James is an entrepreneur committed to working with leading edge technology and eager to solve problems surrounding how we interact and engage with each other in physical and virtual worlds. He is the previous creator and co-founder of the world-renowned virtual reality company, The Void. And within the last 25 years, James founded and managed several technology companies in video streaming, social networks, mobile games, and creative services. He has partnered with Disney. Sony Entertainment, Fox, MGM, Intel, Microsoft, Sci-Fi, DreamWorks, and MTV through those ventures. And he is now launching a new form of virtual reality called hyper-reality in the form of the multi-sensory entertainment company Jump. Jump will allow people to come as close to jumping and flying as the real thing, but without all of the risk. James, super excited to have you on the yes. show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it then. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. That was a great intro. <laughs> well, definitely. It always helps when you're doing great things. It makes the intro a little bit easier. I just had to read the part. I didn't have to do all the, the awesome work that you were doing. <laughs> so to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock. I know I touched on it a little bit when I read your bio and hear a little bit more on what I like to call your CEO story. We'll let you start to get all the awesome work you're doing. My background actually it was in it was in fine arts. I actually started as an oil painter. My dad was an oil painter and he taught me how to oil paint. And then Ooh. I got into from oil painting. He was doing a lot of landscape stuff. And so my landscapes weren't as great as his, but I ended up getting into airbrushing and I did photorealism, started doing portraits and things like that. And I went to design school, commercial art and design, and I got into computers and uh, fell in love with the undo button, which is really nice. That spun off into doing computer animation, visual effects and game, video game programming. So 
over my career, I've gone from a creative to owning my own creative agency, to then to then finding my real passion, which was bringing things into reality that don't exist as an entrepreneur. And a lot of that started with software development, things like that. But I quickly got to a point where I wanted to use all my creative skills and the amazing people around me to build virtual reality worlds and stuff like that. And that's where the void came from. But through those processes and the amazing relationships I created over so many years, they've really enabled me to be able to, and my team to be able to pull off some stuff that's just leading edge. And so that the roles that have gone through the whole process, right? I was, I was a creative and then changed over the time as I own businesses. And I've been a CFO, I'm not CFO, CTO been a CEO. I've been a creative director. And so it's almost to a point now where it's like, well, I need to move past the CEO title and go to something like a chief vision officer or something like that. I feel like that's probably where my my end goal lane is, is, is finding something that's just maintaining the vision of whatever project is or what we're doing. So yeah, that's maybe a quick version. Nice. I, I love that. And, and I can imagine, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but do you feel like being able to have that kind of foundation in the creative services, that kind of a creative industry allow you to create these new realities that you're doing now? Absolutely. Going through that process, it, I think it's helped me be, it's helped me be a lot better of a, of a, of a business owner and a leader is, is being in the trenches for so long. I understand when I talk to an engineer or I talk to a developer, I ask them to do things. I know what it's I know roughly now what it what it's what it takes to do those types of things, and so I can relate to the timelines and the and the pressures that are that are being put on them, and so I can relate to that, and I think that helps me be a better leader. And so, absolutely, that's that's been part of my path, and that's why I think there's a lot of creatives and engineers around me that trust trust me when I ask them to do things because I've been there before, and it's been a while since I've actually written any code for a video game, but I remember that, and I know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I know I touched on a little bit about jumping. You did as well too. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing there and how you're making an impact there? On jump? Jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jump is it's an accumulation of everything that I've done to date, right? But it's it's very focused on on several things for for where we're at on the technology side of things. We're on the very leading edge of everything that we're doing for virtual and what I like to call hyper real simulations where we're including a lot of physical effects for the end user to believe what's going on. But the technology side of things has been a challenge because we're trying to map, we're trying to match reality as closely as possible. So we're using real-time physics and dynamics in the simulation that allow you to fly wherever you want to. We're really we're really taking the the real-time physics from when you jump and then extending that into the virtual world and then providing effects that that do that. So the engineering side of things and and putting all those pieces together is is pretty wild because we have you know, we have different software engineers, we have hardware guys, and all of these components have to talk to each other dynamically and automatically, and and rallying the teams together to be able to have a center vision of what that is, is. I think is one of the most important things you can do. If everybody can believe in that vision and they know what part they play, then it makes a project run really smoothly. Yeah, absolutely. And how does it work for people that are potentially listening to this? I want to hear a little bit more about that. Do you just show up to one of the locations that you have in, in the simulation? Yeah. If you don't mind, I'd love to talk about that. Please. The customer experiences yes. is something that nobody's ever done before in virtual reality on several levels because it's a it's it's a complete sensory overload and you don't really get to see how you fly. It's a mix between a suspension system and a wind system that you don't see. So you really put on a full wingsuit. You go through a tutorial on how to actually wingsuit jump off of a off of a cliff and and then you you put on a parachute, well it looks like a parachute and you go into a room and the only thing that's in the room is this headset and you put on the headset and then you know, the room kind of modifies after that, but you don't see any of that. And, uh, 
and you end up stepping up to the edge. And this one of the reasons why we focused on calling the company Jump because flying is amazing, but the decision to actually toss yourself off of something is a big decision. And it's and there's a lot of psychology that's built behind that decision. And so we're really trying to highlight that moment. And I think that's what differentiates us from a lot of other things that are out there that people are trying to fly is the decision that I have to jump past my comfort <laughs> and trust that I'm going to make it. And that parallel is super cool to think about how that could be for the end user to have potentially a, a pivotal moment in their life. So you get up to the edge, you can feel like a breeze coming over the edge. You can smell the pine trees. Everything feels very photorealistic and, and feels very real to you. The way that we're capturing locations too is really unique. And it's nobody's has done it at this level. We we're capturing like 20, 20 plus square miles of a location through a process called photogrammetry and LIDAR scan. So it basically makes a, a replica of the location as a 3D asset model. And we bring that into the into the game engine. So it looks completely photorealistic and we don't have any hardware limitations, so we can make it look awesome. You step up to the edge, you're feeling all of this, and then you have to basically trust fall. You jump out like you're jumping into a swimming pool and you start flying. And the first part of it, you're flying down the face of the cliff and a real wingsuit actually has to get to terminal velocity. And we do same, the same physics. And so you have to actually fall for a while before the wingsuit fills full of air. And then you pull out and, and then you're just flying and you can make decisions. The whole simulator is, is really cool. And maybe one day we'll show what it looks like, but it's awesome to look at. It looks completely sci-fi because this thing is is just watching what the end user does and then making decisions. And so it looks, it looks, it looks wild, but you're in complete control. Your body's the controller, just like it is in reality. And you fly wherever you want to in the experience. And then at the end, if you get too low, we'll pull your parachute or you can pull your parachute. You go into a parachute position and then you fly down and land back onto the Would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? This could be for the business, for yourself personally, or a combination of both is, but is it that ability to see the technology, understand it on, on a deeper level, it sounds like, and be able to see like how it can be applicable to, I guess, the overall human experience. Do you think that makes you unique? Absolutely. Completely makes us unique. People will come in for X game, hyper reality, crazy wingsuit jumping experience. And most people will leave with something a lot deeper than they thought they were coming in the door for. Like it's all the good movies that you go into for entertainment. You come out and you're like, man, that's that's actually a great concept, and I want to apply that to my life. It's like that on steroids. So I think that's that's what I hope to to share with people is at least a glimpse behind something that's a lot more meaningful than what exists out there right now. So yeah, that's the motivation for sure. Awesome, absolutely love that. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? The CEO hack. I think treating people like adults, <laughs> honestly, like when it boils down to it, it's like butts and seats and hours on the clock don't mean anything. Like, honestly, like for my career, it's about having mutual respect for people and setting, having, having your employees or personnel that are working with you or your buddies, whatever it is, like agree to their timelines and then hold them accountable to it. Like it's very simple. And if they want to party for the whole week and knock it out on a Friday, but they complete what they said they're going to do, who cares? Like let them go do their thing. And that's even more relevant now with the whole thing that's going on in reality. It's like, you got to just trust that your people are going to do what they're going to do. And honestly, if you go down that path, I've seen that you'll, I, I've always said when, when people come back from like a vacation or something, like my guys are working on it, come back from a vacation or even just over the weekend, more, more, more over the weekend, they come back on a Monday and like, Hey, 
I had this thing in my mind I was thinking about and I couldn't help it. And I just built it. And here it is. It's like, well, I didn't ask them to do that. They just came back on a Monday because they believe in the project. They believe in the vision and you treat them like an adult and you allow them to create their own deadlines. And you just, you, you got to hold everybody accountable, but if they're creating their own deadlines and you're holding them accountable, then you can have mutual respect for each other. And it actually sorts out people that are, that can't operate like that. And some, some people don't want to operate like that. They just want a nine to five and check in and sit in their seat. And honestly, I don't want to work with those people. I love that. Yep. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something that you would tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine. The nugget that I've had my whole life is it's been parallel with what we were just talking about. But when I was 12 or 13, I started airbrushing. I told the story before, but I started airbrushing t-shirts and I got about halfway through them. It's like my first job is fun. It was airbrushing t-shirts for this movie theater. And I got through half of them and they paid me 50 bucks up front and it was gonna be a hundred bucks like to do all of the t-shirts. I think it was like 12, 15 or 12 shirts and I got halfway done. And I showed my dad, my dad, check this out. This is awesome. Like I got 50 bucks, but it's really hard. And I don't know if I can finish all of them. And he said, you know what, James, he goes, your reputation will be worth more to you than any amount of money you'll ever make in your life. Mm-hmm. And I took that to heart. And so that's what I've, that's how I've lived. I've always, I've always over-delivered on, on what I've promised and always done my best work, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. And so I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We might've already touched on this a little bit, but we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs and James, I want to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being CEO to me, I think what the CEO position is, I think is changing, morphing. It's a CEO is currently defined as somebody that like structures the business and makes sure the shareholders are happy and all of that stuff. And which is a good thing. That's the thing that you need to focus on. Most of the stuff that I'm doing right now is having conversations and talking to people and relationships. And it's not really creative. <laughs> it's about bringing in money and selling the vision and the dream. But that's the, I think for me, I might move away from that CEO title and move to something like chief vision officer because the CEO's responsibility or the, the leader of the company is to maintain the vision of the company, the direction, the North Star, whatever you want to call it. It's it's, it's creating the culture and maintaining the vision for the company, as well as doing all of those other utilitarian things, right? And making sure that the funding is there for everybody to do their jobs. But the most important thing is that culture and the vision. If you can, if you can continue to sell the culture and vision, you'll get an army of people behind you that believe in it and want to execute it. James, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all those things you and your team are working on. So I would say out there, there's there's a ton of opportunity in this space. I, I'd love to have you come out and experience Jump. You can follow us on or look at limitlessflight.com and follow us on our social media channels. Our TikTok channel has really been set up to do like live updates. I'm just going to be filming stuff as they start installing things and watching people do jumps. Awesome, awesome, awesome. James, truly appreciate that. To make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.